It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom, I know that you kid a lot here on the show, and you act like I'm annoying, and you say that, you know, we're not friends. But you know what? We're buds for life. He's a jokester. Yeah. I know. I don't have any choice. We're buds for life, man. (laughs) Oh, I'm not. Just uh... You know, they had a survey. Uh, What (laughs) are people willing to to go through or to help a friend out? What will they do to, to help a friend out? I feel like the ultimate... Show oh. of friendship. What? Is if you help them move. I agree. That's a big one right there. I thought you were going to say hide a body. No, that's, that's <laughs> not as high up. Because I don't think I could do that for any of my friends. Well, they asked a lot of people about this, and this is some of the stuff they came up with. I thought it was interesting to see if you would do this for me. Oh, wow. Can we pick another person? <laughs> 84% of women said they are willing to help one of their friends when it comes to hair removal. Now... It could be all kinds. I'm thinking bikini waxes, stuff like that. Oh, That's wow. That's because it's fun. Only 54% of men said they would help a buddy manscape. Oh, I would help you remove hair. <laughs> Hold still. Yeah, let's pluck these one at a time. Like, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Well, I mean, when you say you're manscaping, yeah. you mean like maybe your back hair because... I'm hoping so. Yeah, I mean, because I used to use Nair back then, yeah. and, and I'd had to have somebody to put it on me. Really? Because I did Nair here for Torture Tuesday once. On my back. Oh, I, I see. I had to have somebody help me. Yeah, I did my undercarriage. Yeah, I wouldn't help someone do that. Well, no. you don't need to, because yeah. Nair, you can do that yourself. Now, for waxing down there, I think you do need someone to help you. Well, girls, I think, do that. They well, I mean, you, They give each other bikini wax. Guys do it, too. And I'm yeah. willing to help you. Okay, well, see, I told you he is a bud for life. <laughs> well, today's a perfect day. Okay. 81% of people said they were also willing to donate a kidney to a friend. Um, I'm That's sorry. 81% of the people... They say survey. that because they don't know anything about it. Well, and we, it's, we it's looked just into a survey, it. Too. They're yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to answer this question, sure. They say that because <laughs> they're hoping they're not a match. Well, they're like, sure. Uh, we lived through this. One of our buds needed a kidney, and he's no longer with us, so that tells you something. Oh, <laughs> well, but I mean, I, I will tell you this I went into that thing praying I wasn't a match. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not going to let my guy die, but fortunately, we were not matched up. So, I mean, unfortunately, we were not matched up, so I couldn't do it. Okay. What would you do for a friend? 59% of people say they're willing to skip an alcoholic drink to support a sober friend. Hmm. I mean, one. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, there's where you draw the line, Kato. I know. I will go to their house and hang out all day and never have a drink. Okay. But if you well, come to join us at happy hour, <laughs> okay. then you're on your own. Yeah, yeah you need to <laughs> you sit in your car. I don't know. Okay. What would you do for a friend? 59% of people are willing to. Oh, I'm sorry. I just did that one. Okay. 56% of people would find a way to overcome a fear of heights if a friend wanted them to go skydiving. Like, wow. hey, let's go skydiving together. And you're like, man, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. Oh, come on, let's go. I thought you were going to say something like to help save them from falling off a cliff, but just to go skydiving with them? Yeah. No. Okay, so you're afraid of heights. No, I'm, like, hey. I'm not. No, but no, I'm just saying if you were afraid of yeah. like, I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to go, go skydiving with me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it depends on the reason. My daughter and my wife went to do zip lining. Now, I'm not afraid of heights, but I am afraid of hot weather. And it was a hot day, and I'm like, you guys have fun. Quinn and I are going to sit back at the house on computers and air conditioning. Good excuse. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't think so. All right, 92% of uh, people would help out their friend if their car was broken down. I think that's an easy one to 
to answer. I agree. I'm like, you need some jumper cables or something? Oh, yeah. or you need to ride somewhere? I will help you out. Hawk has done that for me before. You know, and you've done that for me as too. So I told you we were buds for life. It feels more <laughs> like some kind of a horrible deal we signed that was like you didn't read the fine print. It's a cult. <laughs> All right. 80% would tell their friend if their outfit was questionable. Now, yeah. uh, you got to define questionable. And that's so high because they would enjoy it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, hey, buddy, you look yeah. horrible. That could come back to haunt you. I had my sister one time many years ago make, ask me, you know, what do you think about these jeans? I'm like, God, did that really doesn't make your butt look good. I yeah, mean, yeah. She has she never wore those jeans again. Oh yeah. She yeah. told me years later. She goes, you know, I never wore those jeans again. And every pair I put on, she goes, I was so self conscious of her butt. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Yeah. But I was being honest. I and mean, you, you think about it too. It's like even if you say something like, well, those are not my favorite pair of jeans. That still gets them thinking, ah, maybe shouldn't wear these jeans. Yeah, I don't like the color of the blue jeans. Honestly, man, <laughs> when my wife asks me about clothes, it's like a huge burden. <laughs> no. You're like, oh, I God, I have to say the right thing. Careful, yeah. careful, careful. It's a lose-lose situation. All right, would you help your friend out? 46% said they would get a matching tattoo with a friend. Hmm. Nah, not me. No. Oh, thanks. Uh, I might. <laughs> well, okay. Like, if it was maybe someone you were married to or dating... I have good Maybe. friends that I've had okay. most of my life. It depends on the tattoo. Okay. What do you want to get a tattoo of, buddy? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and where? I'm not getting a tramp stamp. Okay. And 39% would break up with someone because their friend didn't like him or her. I don't believe those people. Yeah, I don't I've, I've been with too many guys where we said, hey, she's not a good choice. And the guy stays with her. And later he's like, I should have listened to you. You know what? That's guys. I think all guys don't pay attention to their buds, which they should. And girls, I think they do listen to each other. It's like, you know what? I don't like him. I don't, I don't think he's good for you. And they, they start thinking about it, kind of like the jeans thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. My wife, I mean, her mom told her flat out that she shouldn't marry me. Yeah. I was on the other line on the phone. I could hear it. And I and she still said that. And my wife still married me. Yeah, we, we never listened. We like to learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah, and we told her that too, Tom, by the way. And she said <laughs> she everyone listen to anybody. I think she's saying that your wife's learning the hard way. That's horrible, Tori. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Why'd like you sentence. say that? <laughs> I totally said that. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'm a little disappointed in this. They asked parents some of the things they secretly hate about their kids. Oh, man. I didn't expect ah. this much craziness from our people out there. Earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I, I expected it to be some cute, funny things on here, but it was mostly really sad stuff. I hate how sweet they are, how funny they are, how much I love them, that kind of stuff. I don't know what you mean by that. You've never read those sarcastic types of articles? I don't guess so, but I didn't realize you were being sarcastic. Oh, well, that's because I'm so good with delivery. I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, well, they asked parents to name things they secretly hate about their kids, and some of the answers, your weekends are ruined. There's no sleeping in when you have kids, and even when they're older, you have to drive them all over. I found that there are seasons to this whole thing, because... You think you're in this phase where you're going to have to drive them everywhere, but, but eventually you get their driver's license and they can start driving themselves around. Yeah, and you kids going to school tomorrow or uh, today and your mom or dad's driving you there, this is not you. Okay, <laughs> We're not talking about you. Well, let me say I hope not because a lot of these are mean. 
they said how cute milestones can make things harder. Like they can talk, great, but now they never shut up. Or, oh, they can walk, but now I never get to sit down. Oh, it's fun when they start talking because they say words wrong and try to say skitty and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty right. sure my mom had to have felt that way because once I started talking, I just never shut up. Yeah, we know. And sometimes even now as an adult, I'm like, I'm sorry, Mama. I just hadn't seen you in a while, and I got a lot to fill you in on. Oh, yeah. we feel for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, they say things that parents secretly hate about their kids, the mess. It's a lot harder to keep your home clean once you have kids. Our answer to that was to quit trying so hard. I mean, just let it go a little bit. We yeah. don't let the place stay trashed, but we don't have it looking like a model home either. I tell you where I really loosened up, and that's the smudges and dirt on the wall. Because oh, I'm like, you know, if I got that painted right now, it'd yeah. be messed up in two weeks. So I'm just going to wait when they graduate or leave the house. I'll get the house repainted. And spills on the carpet and everything. But I, yeah, It's good if you have one room that they could just be their Playroom, and all just, the and just lock them in it. Would not lock the door, but <laughs> just barricade it. My friend's gonna kill me for sharing this story, but yesterday her toddler took his diaper off and wiped his oh. all over the wall. Oh. A mural. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. abstract. I think maybe I've been blessed too, and that's one of the reasons I feel this way. My kids never did that one. They never did that gross thing, too, where they poo in the bathtub and uh, then play yeah. with it. Uh, why do you bring it up? What do you mean? I, we, you brought it up, I think, yesterday or day for yesterday. Uh, what about it? Because that's my mom's story. Where oh, we did that's it, yeah. right. You, you did out. that. <laughs> you did that. Because he's calling me out. I, I, I really <laughs> wasn't. I forgot. I forgot. You know what? If I, have, if I did it today, I'd do it. Do the same thing. Take pictures this time. Yeah, I would. Take talking. <laughs> You're a sick person. Um, they say another thing about kids that the parents secretly hate is working all day, then having to go to a play or band recital. Now, my daughter's doing volleyball. I enjoy watching her play. I do get frustrated sometimes when I don't think she's getting to play enough, and I'm sitting there watching other kids play and not watching her play. And I do get frustrated with the traffic coming and going, but I love going to see her play. Well, I think all parents love to see their kids. I mean, but they do. For example, if you got a kid playing at a concert or something. Right. And, you know, they they always ask the parents, stay through the whole concert, because most of, like, after your kid plays, you want to leave. <laughs> you don't want to watch the other kids. I know, it's sad. <laughs> but the Tom, the worst is my nephew played football one year. Uh -huh. And either one time we would go and sit there for hours freezing or the next time we'd sit there for hours and just sweat because it's so hot. <laughs> Good luck on those days. Well, fortunately, <laughs> volleyball's indoor. Yeah. And the, most of the gyms we've been in were air-conditioned. But no matter if your kid is riding a pine or whatever, you know, going and supporting them, they just love to look up and see their yeah, mom and dad there. Yeah, yeah I don't understand that when you're riding the pine. What do you mean? If Why do you care if your parents are there if you're sitting on a bench for, for 45 minutes? Because you know, your mom and dad supporting you, man. Supporting you doing what? But being there, being in a group, you know, your your camaraderie. Plus, you never know that moment you might get called into the yeah. game, and yeah. they're not yeah. there. You got to be there just in case. I mean, a lot of kids they'll look up when they see you. You'll see them, and most, and you might have felt this too when you were playing like baseball when you was a kid, and you were out there in right field. And you'd look up to see, you know, if your mom or dad was looking at you, and then the ball would come your way, and you'd miss the ball because <laughs> looking at your mom and dad. I mean, I get it, but I was in right field. I wasn't riding the pine. I wasn't in the bench. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. the part I, I'm like, it's no fun to watch when your kid ain't playing, especially if they don't play like a whole game. Well, I know, okay. 
So it's still there to support them. Everybody, every kid gets should get a chance. You know what? I wonder if as, as, the, as the you know as the uh, kid grows up, becomes maybe an NFL player. <laughs> does, do they care if their mom and dad's in the stands? You know when when like, I think say, they know that their parents can't be at every game in the NFL. Their mom and dad's in the suite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the coaches you're being served cocktails yeah. now if they had a suite at the middle school I'd be all about <laughs> that <laughs> sign me up okay. it's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7 well a new study found or scientists found that people who sent romantic texts were more emotionally I guess attached and used stronger and more thoughtful language than those who just left a voicemail to their young or to their loved ones. Okay. So, study found that results held true for both men and women. So, so, when you're, you know, throughout the day, a lot of times your woman or your man wants to see a text from you. If you guys are apart, maybe you're working different areas and uh, you want to see a text from them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, if you just leave a voicemail, it's not, you're not using, you know, I guess the romantic language. You're a lot of times just babbling through it and kind of getting through it. Just say, I love you. I just want to let you know. And the fact that you have to go retrieve a voicemail is irritating. What <laughs> is now, ain't it? Yeah, so <laughs> you're just making your, your partner mad when they have to go check that email when they can just glance sure. down. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you make the voicemail romantic enough, it should be fine. Well, that's not what they're saying. The scientists are saying that the text, we put more effort. As you look at that text, you're like, oh, you know what? That looks kind of flat. Let me send a meme with it. A I, I love you meme or, or, you know, a heart meme or, you know, so, you know it, could, it could be two people hugging each other. Okay. Well, a heart it, isn't necessarily a meme. That's more like an emoji. Okay. And I would do that, but, but you haven't heard my voice messages. So would you like to demonstrate? Sure. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. hey, babe, it's me, Sticky Buns. And I just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you right now. And I can't wait to see you later on today. Love you. Oh, okay, okay. See, now that's pretty romantic. Well, I got some texts that you can send to your woman <laughs> in your life right now that will make her day instead of what Tom just did. <laughs> <laughs> These are proven things that will make her day. Honey, I'm taking off work early and I'm picking up the kids from school. Yeah. So you're going to help you out. So you'd like that one if you had kids, right, Tori? Yeah. But it's not romantic. There's no hearts or anything. Well, okay, it doesn't have to be like lovey-dovey. It could just be you're noticing them. I could have left a voicemail saying that. Helpful texts are romantic texts. There's nothing more romantic than someone just helping. And, Cato, I don't know how your phone works, but on mine, I don't actually have to go listen to a message. If I just click on it, it gives me the written out it's not always what they said, but it's usually close. But that transcribing takes forever yeah. sometimes. Plus, it does worse than someone's yeah. text as, as far as translating. So, all right, still hate let's it. be helpful here. <laughs> text that you can send a woman in your life right now. It's going to make her day. I adore you. Aww. I adore Just using the word adore. I don't, I don't use that very often. I never so. heard anyone use that. Word. That would no. be really weird, actually. Okay. Yeah. Unless you're just starting out and you're on that lovey phase. Here you go. Text that uh, I still, I'm still thinking about how beautiful you look this morning. That's going to make her happy. Probably, unless she's going, uh, he saw me laying in bed with drool coming out of my mouth last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're incredible in case I haven't told you lately. Aww. That's a text that she would like to hear or see. I just find it odd that we consider a text more personal or or better than something where you actually hear a person's voice. Okay. Like if, if my mom, when she passes away, 
I'm not going to save a text that she sent me. I'm probably going to save a voicemail or a message she left on an answering machine so I can hear her voice and it'll be like special to me. I do have saved voicemails because of that exact same reason. But mm-hmm. I have some for my grandma, but I've never been able to listen to them. So I'm like, that's, that's too sad, but it's there if I need it. Okay, so scientists found that people who sent romantic texts were more emotionally attached and used stronger and more thoughtful language than left on a voicemail. I'm saying it from the scientist again. I know you can disagree with him, Tom. <laughs> and, I, and I don't yes, you do. totally disagree, but okay. I do think there's some things they're not thinking of. I just think that you can speak you can clear your mind better in a text because it, you know, you when you're talking, it. you can see when you're talking you're to someone like the boss. You're mm-hmm. talking to someone, you know, you get confused. You're talking to the boss about a raise or whatever, but you can sit there and talk about, hey, I need a raise because I do this, 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 this. You get more out in the text, I think, than you would. But that's not a romantic text. Well, <laughs> no, you don't want to send not. your boss a romantic text. No, you might, unless you want a raise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, what would I give to be holding you right now? And she takes back what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, these are the top ones. I'm picking you up after work. The rest of the evening is a surprise. Would you like that one, Tori? That would be awesome. Okay. That's a great one yeah. until you have kids. And then it's like, well, what are we doing with the kids? Where are the kids going? I got that taken care of, too, honey. Don't worry okay. about it. That's a lot of work now. <laughs> you would assume if he put in that much effort, he did think that y'all have kids also. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's a lot of work to do that when you have kids compared to like when you were young and singleish or together and just the two of you. Can make right. it even more romantic. Text you can send a woman right now and make her day. As soon as I get home, I'm going to pick up the clothes from the floor and I'm going to put them next to the hamper, honey. Oh, is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you, Tori. No, I made that one up. Here's the top ones. Okay, I want to kiss you. I love you, and the number one thing that you can say to her to make her day right now, I'm giving you a foot massage tonight. Oh. That's what they said. So I have alternatives that come to mind. Like, I think a text says, hey, I just won the lottery, or we just won the lottery. That would be a good one. And then you go home and you go, just kidding? No, you can't do that. <laughs> you better come home with $100 million. Just kidding. I'm going to rub your feet. Yeah, that'd be better. Okay. Well, I'm glad I've helped you fellas out this morning. You know, I don't know if I've rubbed my wife's feet ever, and I don't think she's ever asked me to. Now I rub her back a lot, especially like on a Saturday morning. We'll wake up, and she's turned her back to me as usual, and I'll rub her back for her. And that, to me, I think is something that she really appreciates. That's the same as a foot massage. No, it's not. That's gross. No one wants to rub people's feet. And nor do we want to hear this. So thank you for sharing. Oh, I didn't even get into it. Okay. Oh, well, won't you text that to your wife and not share it with us? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. It's time for Torture Tuesday. Are we Facebooking live right now? Yes. Okay, so this Torture Tuesday, we're either going to um, break a record or possibly break our nose here. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a guy. It's Vinod Kumar Chandri. Uh, he's from New Delhi, India, and he broke the Guinness Book World Record for fastest time of typing with his nose. Why did such things even exist? I don't know, but he, he <laughs> typed this in 46 seconds. He typed the sentence, Guinness World Records have challenged me to type the sentence using my nose in the fastest time. That's all he had to type. Did it in 46 seconds. Tom. Yeah, we did a little practice, and that <laughs> took us about five minutes. <laughs> well, the fun part is to watch you like peck like a chicken over there. <laughs> okay, so we came up with a shorter sentence for us. Okay. Hi, my name is, and you type your name. Uh-huh. I can type really fast. It's okay. a short sentence. 
it's still going to take us a little time. <laughs> uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to yeah. go around the room and we'll time each person and see how fast we can type this. And there will be, there's going to be typos. Okay, but I loved your confidence thinking that you said, I could do this. Well, I could yeah. break this record. I, I, yeah. yeah, I wasn't as sure about breaking it as much as just doing okay. this competition. All right, so Tom's <laughs> been the first. I've not even practiced at all. So uh-huh. you're the only one trying to do this. Well, and I feel like you guys have an advantage because I've put grease spots from my nose <laughs> on all the correct keys. Okay. But uh, I do not, I'm going to disinfect it then. So, right. What we'll do, I, I'm going to put my, my reading glasses on because it helps me see up close better. Oh, okay. Because right. I, I, I can't see the keys at all. All right. So let's go ahead and we'll pull the microphone down and we'll get started. We're going to try to break a Guinness Book of World Records. You're going to type the, the Hi, sentence? my name is Tom okay. and I can type really fast. Okay. On your mark. <laughs> Tom. Mm-hmm. Get set. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> That's slow. I know because I couldn't find that. I don't think I want the glasses after all. <laughs> Is. Okay. T O M. Look at his hair. It looks like chicken hair. <laughs> I. <laughs> Can. That's how he eats in restaurants. <laughs> uh oh, that was not. Yeah, maybe it was. Can type T Y. Okay. E. <laughs> really? Oh, oh man, that's just slow. <laughs> you're, you're already a minute I'm, into I'm it. getting there. Really? Just, Hi, my name is Tom. Would have been okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case F- you're wondering, A- he's got none of it right so F- far. <laughs> let's see what it says. Okay, let's see what it says now. Go ahead and show on Facebook. <laughs> Be careful. It says, Hi, 98KY76019DE. <laughs> B-R-E-A-S-L-L-6-T-Y. That was way over a minute, too. Oh. I mean, I thought I was hitting the right notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's harder than it looks. Now, <laughs> you see Vinod do this online. I mean, honestly, he does it pretty quick and consistent, and it's like, yeah, I was like minute 15. And that's what I was thinking. If you got a pointy nose, yes. you might just do oh, well. I got, I got an advantage. You got, <laughs> now, the thing is, you, you can't spell. So. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, you can you spell check? Uh, yeah. It doesn't help. I, don't think right, I have Kato, a pointy nose. Do it, Kato. You ready? You do it. Oh. Yeah, do it. You got to put your hands behind your back, all right? We're doing a Guinness Book <laughs> World Record today, nose typing. You can do this at work today, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thomas wiping it down. Okay, oh, turn the grease. microphone off. All right. All okay, right. ready? And can I bring it to me, son? Yeah. You, you can if you want to. You know what to say, That's right? You, you don't have to spell. Yeah, hi, my name is Tom. <laughs> no, my name's Kato. <laughs> All right, All right ready? ready? Mics, get set, and go. All right, Kato's off. <laughs> He's running. <laughs> He's fat, man. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I can't right. see up close, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I can't capitalize the K. <laughs> all right. You're doing yeah. good. Yeah. All right. I don't know what it's spelling, Kato. Keep going, though, man. You're pecking like a chicken. You look great. Keep going. He's doing better than I did. We are nose typing now for Torture Tuesday. <laughs> That's great, man. Type R-E-A-L-L. I'm helping him. He's doing so good. He's almost done. F-A-S-T. 
tea. Bingo, timing. <laughs> oh, 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 dinner. <laughs> All right, Woo! what you wrote. Look at what you Woo! wrote. Okay. You're still, it was still over 46 seconds. I'm sorry. He wrote, hi, nine, my name, B, Kato, A, Q, N, D, I can type, Riquali, fast. You did good. I really thought I had it. Okay. So what we're going to, we're taking pictures of the sentence, okay? And we'll see who typed the best and fastest. Okay, well, Kato's killing it right now. You're on a roll, bro. You know what? I didn't have drinks last night. Okay. I think I'm good this morning. All right, so we're going to play a song, and the people with the two biggest noses on the show. Wow. You might have should have consulted with her I'm sorry, Tori. I'm sorry. She heard you. We're going to go next, okay? Nose typing Torture Tuesday. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We are having some fun now because we are nose typing this morning. I don't know if you've ever heard this or not, but we stumbled on a video, a Guinness Book World Record, uh, set by a guy in New Delhi. 46 seconds, he uh, wrote a sentence about the Guinness Book World Records. And 46 seconds, and he got all the uh, letters correct as he was nose typing. Now, his head was going pretty fast. Tom was first to go here on the Hawk and Tom show, and Cato went second. I got almost none of them right. <laughs> I thought I was typing out, hi, my name is Tom, I can type really fast, yeah. and it's like I got high and real somewhere in there, and everything else is numbers. I don't even know how I got numbers on it. I okay. don't either. And Cato's sentence was best so far. His is close to what he was supposed to type. Yours had KY in it, so I was kind of worried yours. Oh, I thought his did. Was it, oh, Okay, maybe it was yours. <laughs> I was bent over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put your hands behind your back and then pick the uh, keyboard like a chicken. All right. So Hawk, who's going next? Tori, you go ahead and go. All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right so yeah, let Kato have it. All right. So Tori's going to go. She has. Um, I'm a Lysol this. Just like a real quick. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Don't okay. No, me. You, you forgot the. Did you? No. Tom wiped it off yes, for you, didn't? He did. All right. So. <laughs> I feel like I'm bobbing for apples. You know what to type, correct? Hi, my name is Tom. Good. Okay. okay. On your marks, get set, go. All right. Oh, so man, I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going cross-eyed. Oh, my nose is so big, I'm hitting multiple ones. There you go. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. We will see what you typed <laughs> This is not for big noses. Okay. I'm feeling better about my performance. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's kind of like yep. when you're... Ow, I hate that hard. Your chubby thumbs. When and you're what? I can type real fast. I forgot the sentence. Is this going well? No. <laughs> oh, I said my name again. I messed up. It's all right. All right, you're way over the minute. Okay, oh my you gosh, what, what, what does it say? Let's Read see what it is. Read it out loud. I don't know how to read that out loud. They didn't teach that in English class. Okay, go ahead. Wyatt a bib, six, I think it's French. Ori, Ori band. All right, so I feel better about mine now. You All right. You really should. So we're nose typing this morning for Torch Tuesday. A lot of fun at the office today if you want to play. And now it's up to you, Hawk. Okay, You're so the only one that could challenge Cato at this point. All right, so Cato's winning so far. Cato did really well. Cato did surprisingly well. I think he can see up close better. All right. <laughs> All right, my name is Hawk. I can type really fast. My name is Hawk. I can type really fast. That's it? That's it. Sounds <laughs> easy. Okay. All on. right. Three, two, uh, one. Uh, okay. Go. Uh, okay. M. No, that's not. He's looking for the Y, folks. He's got the Y. 
I, I don't type fast. Stay, oh, he skipped the space bar. Oh, I did. It's all right. Keep going. M <laughs> E. I got to do. No, stop! Don't mess with me. You're messing with me. I was, I was on a row. I. He's so gentle. Oh, he's doing C A N. Space. <laughs> I don't think Hawk's using the space bar. There we go. <laughs> T Y P. Stop! Stop doing oh, that. Oh, Tom, you're, you're at C A N. I thought you were farther along. T Y P E. Okay, Kato, you've definitely <laughs> won at this point. Okay, Kato. Yay. <laughs> uh, oh, whoa. I did pretty good, though. Sure. My. My. Naka Jimmy. Cass and B. Nanatasanda. Fresh-desker. I don't know how I got so many numbers. I, I was like up a row or something. And Cato came in and just slayed this. Yeah, and then Tori butchered it and Hawk butchered it. Yeah. Hawk okay. managed to hit the caps lock key somewhere. Yeah, but he never hit the space bar. Well, I got a big nose. <laughs> that guy's good. Yeah, he's I mean, very good. There's no need for that, but he's good at it. If you want to have a fun office game. This yes. is this is a hoot. It's a lot of fun, and you can play it at the office today and just kind of figure figure yeah, out who's the who fastest can nose type with their nose. That'll waste a lot of time at the business. And if that goes well, use other body parts. It's a Ooh, lot of fun. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.